what would you say if I were to tell you that it was possible for a man to turn into a werewolf? I'd say I was Little Red Riding Order. <laughs> Like scary movies. Uh-huh. What's your favorite scary movie? Hello and welcome to Queer for Fear. I'm one of your hosts, your witch David. I'm Sean. <laughs> and welcome to uh, our next episode, which is a little preview preview of horror releases for 2022. Um, everyone does these around did I get the year wrong? No, I just I wanted to go back to the preview preview. <laughs> oh, we're doing a preview preview. So it's, it's this exciting. episode is literally just going to be us giving you the first three syllables or three letters of the movie titles and then just moving on because we're giving you a preview preview, which means at some point the sentence is just going to cliffhanger <laughs> because a lot of these we don't really know much about yet. Um, for this list, uh, which I made, so if it sucks, you can blame me and not Sean, um, are pretty much like all, all the big ones that we know about. So I am not covering um, uh, B-level um, horror for 2022, which even though I'm a big fan of, is just like too much to, to dig up. So we're gonna go over the biggies um, and, you know, what we're excited about, what we think will probably suck, and maybe what we'd like to see more of. Am I allowed to drink? Copious. Copiously. Oh, God, because that's the only way I'm going to be able to listen to this. Yeah. Uh, so the first couple on our list are actually franchises that we've done entire episodes about, so probably don't need to say too, bu too much more about, but... Um, uh, very br briefly, uh, Scream 5 was the first one that I put on this list because... Because it's the first one of the year! <laughs> also, again, if you listen to our Literally. earlier work, uh, this movie's not actually called Scream 5. It's just called Scream! Scream. <laughs> just like how in the Halloween franchise, there's Halloween, Halloween, and Halloween. <laughs> and they all were made so many fucking years apart. So... We've already covered the Scream franchise in detail, and for a recap, Very remember I detail. said that I wanted Ghostface to make me Ghostface on his Ghostface. Fill in the blanks there. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> Literally. Blank. So, yes. Come, uh, January 14th, I believe, so like right in the start of the new year, so yep. hopefully you all have your tickets as you are listening to this. I know we do. Or maybe I should say surprise oh, no. you to you. To? <gasps> did you get them? I did. Anyway, <sighs> that leads us to the next movie on this list, which I will handle talking about because Do it. we had a whole episode entitled Hollowpeen. So I guess Hollowpeen ends is where I'm going to go with that <laughs> pun. <laughs> Uh, bringing it back from David Gordon Green, capping off his trilogy following the Halloween Kills moment. I'm going to use moment. Shout out to the extended cut that got released on iTunes recently and will be available to purchase on Blu-ray, 4K, and DVD sometime in January of 2022. <sighs> Hashtag that alternate ending. Anyway... <laughs> All I'm going to say is it's a conclusion. Apparently it's jumping years later because for those of you that have seen Halloween see. Kills, it takes place the same night. So both Halloween 2018 and Halloween Kills made in 2021, but 
follows the same night of 2018 will jump to the current time of 2022 and focus on addressing COVID as well as catching up to what has happened with the Strode family. Oh my gosh, I'm not faking this. Literally in this exact moment is the first time I'm hearing about this. Yeah, you're welcome. So thanks for like giving me that scoop yep. live on air. Well, wow. You know, somebody has like an something about it. I don't David Gordon Green. I don't know interview. where I read it. David Gordon Green does it. like to spill the beans, so. Um, but that's where they're going with that. So that'll be in sometime in October. Originally, the second movie on this list, which got moved lower because its release date changed out of February, <laughs> is, I want to say, a return to horror. But, you know, I don't know if Deliver Us From Evil was really a strong entry in horror or not. But that brings us to The Black Phone from Scott Derrickson, who Which hits we- strides with, you know, The Exorcism of Emily Rose. And Sinister, which I still can't watch more than once a year. Thoughts? Um, I mean, we've had trailers about this movie for like more than a year now, so. No. <laughs> so I, I'm, I'm pretty hype about it. I love anything that's yeah. um, based on like precognizance or communing with the dead, that kind of like psychic medium show. Well, you are the witch here. Yes. So I'm excited about how they do that. There, there, there are like a surprisingly like large amount of movies scattered throughout the decades that focus on like um like the protagonist communing with the dead as something that's like helping them survive um so uh yeah so for and i i'm just like a fan of that kind of like very specific subgenre so i'm excited about it uh i mean for me outside of scott derrickson returning back for a small great horror movie not that deliver us from evil was bad but we've all seen it before uh you know he lost out on staying with dr strange and the you know multiverse of madness because of his disagreements with disney and marvel over wanting to make it more horror so who do they go hire sam (laughs) raimi i don't know how that one's gonna work i guess we're gonna have to you know tune in and see (laughs) so am i in a weird way yay sam raimi for going back to the superhero universe also they yeah, wanted it to be less horror, so Sam Raimi. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what other creative differences were there. Personally, for me, with the black phone, I would love to just get all up in Ethan Hawke's basement. Mm. That's all I'm going to say. Take that however you want, but I just would love to just climb right on Put in. Your face in his receiver. Just, God, just let me just get all up in that dirty, crusty basement, and I would be perfectly content with that. Uh, you're like please kidnap me totally I was like I'm here for the mask I'm here for the long shaggy hair the creepy magician facade like Uh you know look I'm fertile it's fine it's cute it's kink I'm excited for it okay Um, similar to movies uh, that just reiterate their name with no, with no other byline. Scream! Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yes, there is uh, a new one coming out. Uh, this will be directed by David Blue Garcia, and it is a not technically a reboot because the idea is that it will be an immediate sequel following the original 1970s Texas Chainsaw that retcons the entire rest of the franchise and any other spinoffs. Can we pause here and just say I love this trend that like Jason Bloom has like set for the 
freaking horror community of we're gonna do resets and reconning you guys because you know look halloween had like three of them and then all the other sequels that at least had other stuff added to it and then you get scream nothing else (laughs) (sighs) just scream and then now we're going back to look the texas chainsaw massacre blair witch project you let, no, yeah. oh yeah. Well, no, that was just called Blair Witch, but I'm Man, glad you did your homework. Um, <laughs> idiot. I'm sorry, that was rude. Let me try that again. You should have known better. Uh, you're not an idiot. No, Same that idea, was rude. Though. But it, it, okay. Yeah, I mean, inventive. We had a Texas Chainsaw Massacre in 2003. Shout out to Jessica Beale for escaping seventh heaven and then showing up looking like that. I mean, I, I am right. Not, though. Yeah, I mean, this will be interesting. It's a Netflix movie, so they have a little bit more creative freedom than other traditional films. Um, they're reprising the original Final Girl, uh, not the same actress, because clearly if this is taking place immediately afterwards, it wouldn't be. Um, unless it's taking place now, it's unclear. Or, I well, no, it is clear. I just didn't do my research enough on it. I didn't do my homework on this. I don't even know how much we Yeah, Leatherface, it. you know, it's a great identity about, like, having to put other people's skin on your face. Like, hiding behind, like, a fake identity. There's a lot of stuff there that could be explored. Um, it'll be interesting. That's my take on it. And really surprised that Rob Zombie's not doing it, but also glad. (laughs) Why would Rob Zombie do... He's rebooting The Monsters, which is also coming out next year and did not make this list. And yes, the female lead is Sherry Moon Zombie, David. You win a prize. (laughs) Are you serious? Yes. Lily Monster is Sherry Moon Zombie. (sighs) Duh. Change it. Uh, Okay. (laughs) Moving on. That brings us to exactly how I feel about the situation, which is just nope. Jordan Peele returning to cap off his trilogy. Just kidding. They're not connected, but they are connected between Get Out, Us, and now Nope. It sounds like my relationship status during an argument. (laughs) Which we don't know anything about, right? Yeah. (laughs) No, it's done filming. That's about all the update I've got as of right now at the end of 2021. Interesting how tight-lipped he and the studio has been about Well, they were the same way with Us. That is true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. They're um, the the trailers and all yeah, that. Yeah, but like now very I'm thinking cryptic. of Get Out, and I have JoJo stuck in my head. So this is just going places. But it'll be neat. He's great, fantastic. I have nothing bad to say about it. It'll, you know, I. Yep. Anyway, um, that. Yeah, I mean, we we will be there for any Jordan Peele movie. That's <laughs> what I'll say. Yeah, um, of course. Um, and then there's something coming up called Dark Harvest, directed by David Slade. Mm-hmm. Just to clarify, is the person that brought us, you know, 30 Days of Night and also is the same person that brought us, you know, the Twilight Saga Eclipse. So expectations are... Uh... It is uh, uh, based on an award-winning short story. And when I read the synopsis of it, it gave me um, trick-or-treat kind of vibes. Yeah. Um, so kind of like a, a spirit of Halloween kind of situation. Um, it's a horror fantasy, which is like kind of a like very small subgenre that doesn't have a lot under it. So yeah, I'm I'm pleasantly intrigued, and you know I love anything that's like Halloween, the holiday themed. So I'm into it. Cute. Um, 
Oh, yeah. So this next one I'm really excited about and was surprised because I actually didn't even know until like earlier today when I was looking these up um, that there will be a new Salem's Lot reboot coming out. And I say that because I think it was like literally just last week when I was like, Sean, what not there a, a Salem's Lot reboot? And you had mentioned that there was one like some years ago. Um, like 2013 or something, I think. I, I remember. That, no, that. no, far, far earlier. It was um, in the early 2000s. It was oh, like 2000s. a TNT miniseries. It was right around the time that they did Rose Red um, and they rebooted uh, Salem's Lot. And it was, um, oh my God, his name just flew out of my head. What's his face from Parks and Recreation? Uh, no, um, he... Scott was the the super energetic like boss oh, yes yeah. um what is his name the, the i don't know why i'm asking yeah. you because <laughs> you're like, never helpful at all uh it'll it'll hit me later in this podcast the interesting thing that i'm concerned about is that it's directed by the same guy that did annabelle comes home um he also wrote both it chapter one and chapter two um is heavily involved with the whole conjuring universe um, so I, I, ha I mean, it's a King adaptation right now, so they've been very hit or miss. Um, you've had great successes. <laughs> Hashtag Mike Flanagan, which if you're listening to this, please let me have your babies. Um, I'm sure Mike Flanagan listens to our podcast. I, I know for a fact he does not, but uh, you know, especially after Midnight Met. Ugh. Anyway, uh, Stephen King. Yeah, right. That. Um, it, you know. Into it? It'll, yeah. Is it a, gonna, a yes or no? I'm, I'm in the middle on that. Okay. It's a wait and see. It is a wait and see, just like the next one on our list, which is going to be uh, very basic. Going back to Sam Raimi. Probably be and a And the no whole for me. franchise that he built, which is Evil Dead Rise, which is... I'm not a big Evil Dead fan. So, like, usually I end up watching them, like, years later on stream. Well, you weren't alive for one of them. Well, I know. The other but... ones, you're, as, you know, as old as the tape they discover. Um, that yes. was rude. You mean book? Whatever. Nope. There was an audio tape if you actually watched them at some point. Yeah. Well, no, I've, I've seen them all. They're just, like, not my not my favorite franchise. But, uh, yeah, it's it's a meh, we'll see kind of thing for me. So That's also valid. didn't even bother to look into that. Yeah, I don't. It. If I we just, even know much about it, I don't know. Yeah, I don't have. I don't really see much of a, a lot about to it. say about it. But um, even though not super into that, I am very intrigued by the new Hellraiser coming out, which uh, rumor has it, as far as I know, not completely confirmed. Could be a complete franchise uh reboot directed by david bruckner um and that is probably the the only movie on this list that i guess you can really say is queer related since the whole hell, hell hellraiser uh franchise has a lot of um you know kink leather community references obviously because of mr leather daddy kink uh pinhead <laughs> is that how you view that yeah are you kidding like yeah. blur blurring the lines between pain and pleasure yeah yeah no that's totally total, okay. totally like a kingster well, reference well like you have that one um it'll be interesting the night house was one of the scariest movies i think i've seen this year um and yeah, i'll be honest i watched, honest, I watched the, the oh you've already watched it yeah 
I was going to make you watch it with me later. I'll rewatch it. I okay, fell right. asleep during it and had a nightmare. Uh, shout out to Rebecca Hall for fucking my shit up. Also, the whole 12-minute sequence of jump scares. I wanted to die. Um, so I can't imagine what he's going to do. Also, fun fact about the Hellraiser reboot, which I don't know if you're even aware, is that in this version, Pinhead is going to be female. So, oh. yeah, because Dinosaur eats man and woman inherits the earth. Oh, and the Cenobites. So, you're welcome. Thanks, Lord Darn. So, yeah, that'll be great. Um, and then, you know... I hope I hope he's played by Charlie's Throne. You know, I... I yeah, okay. No, that's Just not I think she'd be happening. I love that for you. But speaking of women in horror, that's a great segue point to our next one on the list, which is... Um, don't worry, darling, which not only has Florence Pugh coming hot off the heels of playing Yelena in the Black Widow prequel that really was just an entrance for Yelena and less about Black Widow herself. R.I.P. Scarlett Johansson's jump off that cliff. <laughs> also surrounded by controversy, directed by Olivia Wilde, co-starring Harry Styles, which was all of the rumors behind her divorce with Jason Sudeikis. Because of hashtag affairs, so whatever. Wow. That makes peace with. Don't know much about it. Want to go in blind with all I've heard, but also co-stars Olivia Wilde herself. Shocking no one putting herself front and center of any controversy. Gemma Chan, who's coming hot off the heels from being in the Eternals, which was more like an eternal slumber. And Chris Pine. So, you know, I don't hate oh, the cast about it. Yeah, I'm very excited about it. Yeah, just, okay. it's still a moment. I'm sure we'll see it. Okay. Because we loved Midsommar. So. We... Okay, so Jimmy Chan was not in Midsommar. No, Florence That was just Pugh. Florence Pugh. But whatever. <laughs> yeah, talk about the um, And then we get to Dan Trachtenberg. Dan which... Trachtenberg, who I was excited to see his name, but then realized that he is not related to Michelle Trachtenberg. Wow. It was Don. No, he's like... just the guy that did 10 Cloverfield Lane, but, you know, cool. Yeah, which is, like, I think the only thing that I recognized uh, In his discography, him. really? But we are talking about uh, the new Predator sequel, which is called Prey. You're a Predator fan, right? I well, Sure. Or just just an Aliens fan? Um, no, I like the Predator franchise. The Predator franchise is one that's known to, um, well, Shane Black did a lot of writing and co-starred in the original Predator that was directed by John Turtletub way back with Arnold. Um, he rebooted it in the last iteration where he wrote and directed it, um, and it was not met with very critical acclaim. I mean, they cast, like, Olivia Munn to be a scientist so now they're rebooting this and this was you know it's not much is known except it's going to go back to the first time that the predators ever showed up on earth yeah so we're like going way 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 back and it's this is beyond a- like i mean before the reboot chain black predator there was predators which was from the same guy who did the reboot of friday the 13th who was also the same guy who did the reboot of texas chainsaw massacre to go back to texas chainsaw massacre texas chainsaw massacre a lot to say um so it'll just be interesting i mean there's a lot that they could pull from the comic runs about when you know predators showed up um i'm excited for it but my hopes are not very high 
especially for the next one on our list, um, which I'm going to let you talk about because I just don't care. My hopes are high for this. Uh, okay, of course they are. We are talking about Jeepers Creepers Reborn, um, which is the first of a planned trilogy. And no, it does not involve Victor Salva, which is great. <laughs> um, this new one is going to be directed by, I hope I don't butcher the name, uh, Timo uh, Vorensola. I think I got that right. But I'm excited about this because, like, the whole, like, idea of Jeepers Creepers as a story, I've I've always loved. I felt like uh, the, the creep is just such a, like, solid villain and is just, like, so savage and um, bloodthirsty that I think it's, like, legitimately a chilling villain. And I'm excited to see what someone does with, a fresh spin on it that's a reboot um, that's not connected in any way to the original director. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm excited about it. Okay. <laughs> it's it, it's going to be a no for you or, or a direct for streaming choice for you. <laughs> that's a pass from me, Doug. A full pass. Okay. Well, I'll let you know how it is. <laughs> okay. How about Terrifier 2? I never saw Terrifier 1. Really? Ta -da! Huh. Oh, I'm like legitimately shocked right now. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I mean. Our, I know of Terrifier. I just never saw Terrifier. Original Terrifier is, I guess I could call it a cult classic because um, uh, uh, Art, who is the killer clown star of Terrifier, is um, yeah. a, a very like um, well loved villain that no one knows anything about. So. Um, I'm hoping we can get some more information by him. Um, it's directed by the same guy who, like, created the whole Art the Clown concept and did Terrifier 1, and I think that's, like, kind of his only thing that he does. Um, which I, I kind of like because, you know, you, you do something and you just, like, kind of dedicate all your work towards it. So I think there's something honorable about that. And who doesn't love a killer clown? I mean, honestly, my love of all this horror movie list ended with why did Olivia Wilde decide to fuck Harry Styles? So, and then Predator. But honestly, is that the same thing? <laughs> okay, bad joke. Moving on. Terrifying. That brings us, oh. <laughs> fucking God, I asked uh, for that one. We can read That brings us to we the last one. The Devil's Light, directed by Daniel Stom. Who, if that name sounds familiar, is the same guy that did the last exorcism and the last exorcism. <laughs> I'm excited about the synopsis for Devil's Light, even though we don't know too much about it. But the um, this is kind of like a like a newly announced thing, at least the synopsis is. Um, but the idea is that um, it's it's a nun who um, has uh, a like natural talent or propensity for exorcism, but because of the church's rules, it's not allowed to perform exorcisms. Um, but she is in touch, I believe, with a priest who does uh, recognize that she could be useful for that and goes on this wild adventure where uh, terrifying evil is unleashed and only she can stop it. And I don't know, I just love um, like, uh, women protagonists who like have some kind of like special power about them and i know like 
the like concept of exorcism isn't supposed to be like magical but like it kind of is magical you know you're like wielding a power and you're kind I mean, of if, doing like a spell or a ritual you know to banish evil so like it feels kind of witchy even though it's like supposed to be the opposite of that you want to watch movies with a strong female character who have powers watch anything starring Mili Jovovich, Kate yes. Beckinsale or <laughs> Charlize Theron so well minus we're just gonna like black out f8 fast eight with that you know blonde dreaded <laughs> hair oh god but it, it'll be nice to have a movie starring a nun that is not the, the nun, nun. <laughs> which i think we can both agree was, uh, was a no for us a hard no <laughs> i love how you're enthusiastic about all of that i fell asleep after talking about the predator a little bit just... Yeah, well, you're you in general are not a big fan of like exorcism type of movies, right? Not true. Really? Yeah, ish. <laughs> Is this just because I was bad mouthing like Deliver Us from Evil earlier? No, I just never hear you talk about them. Did you like Last Exorcism? Why do you think I drank when I had to mention Daniel's Tom? <laughs> Good point. Did you like the devil within us or the devil in us or whatever the hell it was where the movie just cuts to like a go to this website? Loved it. Okay. <laughs> and I've been canceled. Well, <laughs> anybody that was on there hoping for a future season is going to be starkly disappointed because I'm going to go just disappear now. Just like the artistic <sighs> abilities of one David Slim, sorry, that's too soon. Just like the marriage of Olivia, I'm sorry, that's also too soon. Just like the good taste in David's movies. I don't know. We'll see. Mm. <laughs> I guess we'll have to wait a year to find out. Don't worry, darling. I'm sure it'll all be all right. <laughs> wow. I'm going to go scream five out of here because I can't handle it anymore and just, just like take, halloween you know, this episode is ending wow. <laughs> thanks for joining us they wake me up when 2020 ends you mean 2021 wow 2022 we don't even know what year we're in we spent the past two years together in this very room basically <sighs> now's a really good time for my head to spin around perfect timing because we're out of line no Speak for yourself, Susan. <laughs> Bye, y'all. See you in 2022. Ah! You like scary movies? Uh-huh. What's your favorite scary movie?